0: Hey, this is Blaze, and welcome back to Full Spectrum Feeling. This week, we're going to get into all the feels about being sick in the age of COVID and the new kind of stress that comes along with just having a common cold that I really didn't anticipate would feel this way. So, as we're heading into October here, I've had the first week first weeks of school for my child. And if you've caught earlier podcasts, you know that I had a lot of mental drama in my head about what would the beginning of school be like? So I had so many positive expectations for my kid, meeting other kids and having friends, and also this intense fear and dread that she's going to go meet other kids, she's going to interact with all these other families, and she's going to get some kind of sickness and bring it home. And simultaneously like you know that's how it works kids are freaking germ factories they're going to go out there and they're going to touch things and my kid is a kindergartner right so you're like okay i remember kindergarten vaguely and it's a whole lot of sharing the same toys and sneezing on each other and you know licking the paste in art class and someone else saying oh check this out and sharing your food and while i know that there's a lot of oversight these days to prevent quite that level of sharing going on. They're in kindergarten and one human can't, you know, manage 20 kids. That's just insane. <laughs> so so we began school and school is amazing and school is awesome. And my kid is having a wonderful time. And let me tell you, like my joy was through the roof for her, but also for myself, where for the first time in five years, I had predictable hours in which I could get anything done at all. And my God, to to realize how much I had been doing in the gaps in between following my little human around and, you know, helping her learn how to be human, (laughs) to suddenly have, you know, five, six hours a day in which uninterrupted I can work on me. I can work on my business. I can catch up on reading. I could catch up on sewing projects, just anything and everything that was left behind to feel like, Hey, mama can take a bath or a shower and it can take longer than 10 minutes and it's going to be okay. Like all of those things were a revelation and I celebrated them much. And then as predicted, my daughter had a cold in the second week of school So she woke up one morning and she's like, mom, my throat is kind of eh. And I was like, well, let me take a look. And it looked okay. She's like, well, it just feels a little sore. I'm like, okay. I said, is it because you slept with your mouth open? Cause that happens sometimes. Cause I'm trying to field these questions and be like, what are all of the possibilities? And she's like, I I think I'm okay. And she wasn't really coughing or anything. So I said, all right, fine. You know, I'll pack you a, a lozenge in with your backpack, go to school. You're wearing masks anyway. And I told her, if you feel any worse, You have to tell your teacher and they'll send you home. But she didn't tell her teacher. She didn't get sent home. And she came home. And by that evening, she had the cough. And then by that evening, my husband and I had the cough and I went, ah, shit, we've caught something. So then there's the mental dilemma. You're like, okay, it's a cold... We all got it very simultaneously, so it's probably just a normal cold. It's very unlikely that it's COVID when two of the adults have been vaccinated with two different vaccines. It's probably from like early in the week or this weekend, who the hell knows. But the amount of mental gymnastics that we started doing, trying to figure out where could we have gotten this, and it's like contact tracing just in your head. And I think to myself, you know, two years ago, three years ago, never in my life Would I contact Trace to find out where did we get this slight cough? But now we do. Then there's the thought of, okay, she has a cold. We're coughing. Are we going to be better in the morning or not? So when she wakes up in the morning and she still has the cough, I call in and I'm like, okay, we have to keep her out because it's the age of COVID and she's got the cough. And we do too. So I call and I leave a message. I'm like, hey, I just want to check on your policy for this because I know in a normal school year, having a slight cough would not be a keep your kid out of school dilemma. Here's the deal. Mom, dad, and child all simultaneously got the same cough. Two of us are vaccinated, but we also understand that my kid is not and has been at school. We're gonna keep her home. Tell me if I was wrong and I'll get her back in. So they called back later in the day. They're like, oh thank you for being so responsible. Truly appreciate it. It's all good. Next day comes around, we do a COVID test, it's one of those at-home tests. We're negative, we're good. So we send her back in. She comes back to school on Monday. She gets through Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday. And then Thursday, we get a phone call, come pick up your kid. She's been exposed to someone who had COVID. And, you know, it's like time just stops and you're like, ah, crap. And you have the worry that you have this tiny little human that you love so much and you don't want them to catch this sickness that can potentially kill her. There's also the self-soothing. It's probably not going to be that bad. Even if she gets it, almost everybody's going to recover. It's going to be okay. The fear that then comes into my mind going, wait, did we have COVID? Did we spread it to this class? Like it's terrifying. So then let me tell you so many COVID deaths and the conclusion of all of these COVID tests over the course of the next week is that we had a freaking cold and we were fine. (laughs) We didn't get COVID, but there is like, okay. So there's like the emotional toll of having a cold and then fearing for this other kid's family, like, oh, one of your kids in the class has COVID. That sucks. Like how long will they be out? How bad is it for them? Are they fine? Where did it come from? Is their family okay? Are they going to be okay? Followed with how freaking inconvenient is it that now me and my husband and my mother-in-law are all like scrambling around trying to rearrange our schedules? Because amazingly in the mere two weeks, two and a half weeks that this kid has gone to school, our schedules are full. We've got stuff going on. And I'm like, oh, I've got phone calls. I've got work. Like I have things that I need to do. And now I need someone to come make sure that this can happen because I can't reschedule it, but my kid's home and she might be sick and we should also test for COVID. Gah. I just have so much sympathy for everyone right now, because this is the level of craziness that we're dealing with. And I feel like even if you've had COVID back at the beginning of the pandemic, or you've been vaccinated, it actually hasn't really removed the concern that we have that we can get it again. And we don't know if we're spreading it and we don't know what's going on. And the consequences are still freaking real, even beyond like the horrible mortality and the hospitalization and the long COVID and all the other things that can happen. It's also that where, what do you do? How do you watch your child and be a functional adult with a job right now? So I feel like all of us parents and just society in general, actually, we're all just pulling our hair out going like, how do we fucking function? when just having a slight sniffle, tickle to the throat and a cough derails you so much that you go through like all of the stages of grief about a cold, where normally you'd be like, I have a cold and I'm grumbly and I'm frustrated and that's annoying. I'm like, no, this is a whole nother level. This isn't, I'm going to grumble in my coffee and just suck it up and go to work or say, hey, I need to work from home and work from home and have your cough and sniffles, which some of us can do, but not everybody can do there's the, I guess now I'm going to be a teacher for the week on top of my job, on top of all the other things that are scheduled. And I'm going to worry about somehow scheduling these COVID tests, which let's talk about that too. It's super frustrating that the rapid tests are not readily available everywhere, that you can't even buy your own. So yes, you can go and get tested If you sign up like three days in advance, because trying to sign up on these apps for places that are state approved or will take your insurance or whatever, you have to sign up for a time slot and you might be driving an hour and a half away to be able to get there in time to get screened, to go back to fricking work tomorrow. This is insanity. It sucks. And I have nothing that I can do about it other than bitch here on this podcast, which is really frustrating. Because what I wish is that it was super easy and everybody just had them delivered to their door. Like, guess what? We live in the age of COVID and we have all these rapid tests. And then I read some article where we had a bunch of tests and the companies were like, oh, well, we're not really getting paid by the government anymore to do these. So they threw them the fuck away. Are you kidding me? So we're lacking all of the testing because somewhere earlier on, we declared that we had defeated COVID or we didn't care anymore. And the vaccination was going to take care of everything, which it has and it hasn't, right? Ah, So now with my like one remaining test, I can get sick one more time and test for COVID. And my daughter can get sick like one more time. That's it because otherwise now we're waiting for everything to restock to even be able to buy them. If I'm going to be able to buy them, are they going to be like $60 tests, which they might be, or am I going to just say, okay, great. We're going to get up at the crack of dawn and drive across the entire state to get an appointment. And let me add this, you can't make an appointment for three people in the same car. How frustrating. So when I'm going to sign up my husband for his test to go back to work, there's one spot left open in this side of Connecticut for the day before he goes to work, like the next day. And I'm thinking one, why didn't we sign up for this on Friday when you knew you'd need the test on Sunday to go back? But yeah, this is what we're dealing with. Fine. You can't say there's three of us in the car and we'd all like a test. You're like, nope, it's this one person. This is their symptoms. This is the insurance and whatever, even though we're all in the same insurance, you can't do it. You'd have to sign up for another slot. And one, they don't exist. And two, how are you going to get three that are just bam, bam, bam in a row to be in the same car? This is stupid. It's seriously stressful and frustrating. How the hell are we functioning as a country? (laughs) It's craziness. So just breathe it in, breathe it out. Now that I'm able to breathe, to not cough constantly, to talk, it's nice to vent all of these frustrations. How do you cope when this is the reality that you're in? And to revisit my last week, a lot of it, you know, I'm not going to lie. Some of it was being extremely frustrated and not really having an outlet for that frustration. Like there was nowhere for it to go because you're cooped up in your house. There's nothing you can do about it. And you do have to just cope with your life you know, I can't just say, Oh, well, my kid got exposed. So I guess I'll send him to grandma's house. Like that's not an option. (laughs) So (laughs) I guess I'm rescheduling some things, pausing some things, figuring out what, what new distraction will work for her for an hour. So I can go, you know, make my phone call and work with a client. It's so interesting. And it's amazing that all of this is spurred by something So common, like it's called the common cold. You can have a common cold now and freak out. So now I have these thoughts in my head about, oh, now it's flu season two, I keep getting notifications like, hey, go get your flu shot. And then it's complicated even with that, because they're like, oh, well, you can't have had any kind of cough or sniffle or symptom in the last like 10 days. And I'm like, oh, well then I guess I can't even go in to get a flu shot because they're trying to dissuade the spread of COVID. But I know for a fact I did not have COVID. So should I lie? Like it makes me feel very conflicted because I always want to follow the truth. Like the truth is yes, I had a cough. The truth is also that I've been tested four times for COVID and I know it is not. I think I should be able to walk in and not worry about spreading COVID I think I can lie, but yeah, then I have all those slippery slope thoughts. And it's ridiculous because I think, you know, follow the spirit of it. Don't spread COVID. Don't be an asshole. Go get your flu shot if that's what you want to do. So I should probably schedule that as well. But it feels like at this point in time, we're just in a mad dash to kind of dodge all of the sicknesses. Being sick seems so much more consequential than it did two years ago. And honestly, it has been like we've lost people. We've lost a lot of people, people that we love, people that we care about. Friends have experienced loss like this country and the whole world is experiencing loss on a level that is beyond what I've experienced in my lifetime. It's the story that we all have. And I want to just share with you that you have my complete sympathy and support for whatever you're feeling when you find that you have that tickle in your throat, when you realize that you have the cough and you're like, what the hell should I do? And all of the fear that comes up of, wait, is it me? Where did I get it? That we go through this crazy brain gymnastics of, where was I? Who was I with? Who could it have been? To watch like small children, five-year-old children, contact trace on their own and say who they suspect it was that gave them the sickness, and try to explain to them, like, well, you don't for sure know who it was. They don't tell you when they say that you were exposed, but I mean, obviously, kids aren't stupid. We have common deduction. Like, wait, who was out on Tuesday or who was out on Wednesday? Like, <laughs> well, you kind of figure it out. I don't want to. It's weird, right? Like, I don't want to discourage her from using logic and figuring out what happened, but I also want to impart, like, we don't judge people for getting sick. We don't judge people for being human. This shit happens and we have nothing but compassion for it. Yeah, it's a balancing act. So, to all of you out there, like, man, props for however you're handling it because this shit is hard. And I hope that you're all healthy. And I hope that even if you're angry or frustrated or just downtrodden with all of this bullshit, know that you're not walking alone. And I, I wish you an easier time of things. And I hope that things in general look up for all of us. And I know that it will. I know that it will. I think being in the thick of it is hard. We know that we've been as humanity through so many pandemics in the course of evolution, the course of civilization, this too shall pass. But man, I hope that it's a lot nicer looking back in, you know, 2025, and that things really have improved. Oh, so those are my feels. They are intense. They're complicated. I don't even have a clear cut answer for any of it other than it's okay to feel how you feel. And what I always take to heart is no matter how I feel, no matter if I'm angry, disgusted, frustrated, sad, I'm allowed to feel that. And I attempt to, you know, allow other people to feel how they feel, but try not to spread my shit around. This is how I feel. You don't have to feel the same way as me. <laughs> my my mini attempt at the end to say, I hope I didn't rile you up too much. Oh, here's another thought too. I guess like when we resonate with someone else's anger, when we resonate with their frustration, it's because we already have it. Like we can't pick up what we don't match. So if I riled you up, it was in there. But I hope also that you do find your unique way of letting it out, of letting it go, shaking it off and bringing some joy back into your life. So I'm sending you a hug, a smile, some hope, from over here because my kid's back at school. It's going to be okay. And it is, it's going to be okay. We can take whatever comes at us because that's what we do. Have a wonderful week and I will catch you next time. Thanks so much for joining me. If you enjoyed this podcast, please subscribe and share it with someone you love and leave us a review. You can learn more and get some self-compassion tips and tricks by visiting coachwithblaze.com where you can sign up to get my free booklet on overcoming anxiety, overwhelm, exhaustion, and burnout. I'm sending you so much appreciation and love, and I'll see you next time.